So today's Amin is Af Kufkav Tesem and Beis, a little bit behind on the Kufkav Tesem and Aleph Rav Shmuel Demer Tevayu. But the Gemara got into a whole discussion of a Kazah Saddam because the Gemara really was discussing about a Yeladis. But the Gemara got into a Kazah Saddam because by Yeladis it says if she needs it, you can make a fireplace even in the summer. And even, and the Gemara says, and even a Chayla you could, and even a Kazah dam. So once the Gemara got into that, the Gemara got into other things. They did a cause of them, they did blood, but he took out a lot of blood. At that time, a person really is weak and he needs uh, different types of food, either meat or wine, right? And all sorts of. So the Gemara goes on about a cause of them. It was, it was commonly practiced then, it sounds like. The Gemara refers to it many, many times. But it seems there was a danger to it, as you could imagine, right? Taking out blood would cause different dangers, and the Gemara discusses what to do. If somebody says, I don't want to eat so much, right? He's supposed to eat real fancy food, he's supposed to have a real big suda, but let's say he says, I can't afford it, I don't want to. Right? He skimps on it. So they skimp on his misayness. He's not scared about himself, he doesn't care about himself, so I should care about him. So Hashem doesn't take care of him so much, he doesn't give him. So I think part of it was like an incentive, like this, right? They were poor. Right? It's very hard to make a, a proper meal that would work for Kazah Saddam. So you want to, okay, you know it's important, but you know, you're not going to do it. So they were saying, but you're not going to gain anything, okay? They'll just lose more. Ravish Mudam and Tavai, Haiman David Milsa, Lelesa Vecha de Karach Zika. You shouldn't go, Hecha de Karach Zika. It shouldn't go in a place where it's very windy. It shouldn't go into a drafty place. Maybe the, the umna, the one taking out the blood, will take out so much blood, it'll only have a revius dam left. Which that we talk, wouldn't understand today scientifically. A revius dam would be someone have such a loss of blood that only have. Uh, even the Chazanish is revealed, five fluid ounces of blood left, he's not going to survive. Five that, no. But um, maybe it doesn't mean it exactly. Yeah, it doesn't. And maybe it doesn't mean that. And maybe there's a different interpretation. But that's, that's the words of the Gemara. But uh, yeah, the Gemara says a few places that a revealed dam is something that you could live with, right? We, we don't understand that scientifically today. Avias Dam wouldn't seem to be enough to live with even a few of you know what I'm saying? Eventually you lose so much blood, that's, that's it, you can't, you can't survive. So, unless the Gemara doesn't mean in the entire bloodstream, you know, so where exactly this Avias is, I don't know. But uh, I don't have an interpretation of the Gemara which would fit with, you know, which, what scientists would would know today, and they, you know, and you know what I'm saying, they would seem, uh, it's not like a scientific theory that you could say that maybe they don't have all the information. You know, it seems obvious, you know, they deal with blood loss all the time, and it would seem obvious that that much blood loss just, you know, but, um, so, listen, not always do you know, you know what I'm saying, but, uh, you know, if you don't, don't understand Shad and the Kabara, so good. So it means you don't understand. That's all. Well, obviously you meant something. That was correct. So you don't understand right now what. But anyway, but this is what the Gemara says. Maybe the Akazas Dam will will make him only have a revius of Dam, Vasa Zika, and then a wind will come, Vashaf Mine. 
So if he's in a windy place, so that would limit the blood. Vasudesakana, so Kalmudesakana. Yeah, I mean, I would assume, I don't know why it means that, but I assume it means that there was too much a cause of dam if he's in a drafty place, so then he won't be able to survive. Right? There is a possibility, probably a remote possibility, that they would be too overzealous and he just won't have enough blood. He has to be in a very, you know, very calm place to be able to restore himself. Shmuel Averagel Ve'avid Milsa Bebeisa, the Shev Levini Varichai. So he used to do that cause dam because it is in a place where it's six, seven, um, Seven um, big bricks and one half brick. Right, a very thick wall because the wind can't get through. One day of it, the Irish Benafshe. One day he did a Kazadam in this house, but he said, nah, something's wrong. Badak, they checked, there was a brick that was missing. Because the house wasn't as insulated as he thought it was, and Itaka was able to realize it. Rav Shmuel Darmer Tavai Ayman David Mosalutim Midi Vadalefik. You make sure to, to eat something before you go out. Diloita Midi. If he doesn't eat anything, say Pagav B'Shichva. If he meets a dead person, so Yarka Ape. His face will turn yellow or green. He Pagav around the Kotel Nafsha, and if he meets somebody who is a murderer, so miss, he's going to die right away. And he pogged with Davar Acher, and if he meets a Davar Acher, Chazer Ashi says, Kashal Davar Acher, Ashi says, Saras. So these things might have been school digger things, but after Kazer Adam, he's particularly vulnerable if he doesn't eat. If he eats and goes out and meets these, these, these people or animals, there'll be big problems. Rav Shmuel Dabar Tavayu, Ayman David Milsalishi Purtavada Lekam. He should wait a little bit and not get up right away, right? See, they have that, let's say, sometimes when someone does a blood donation. Right? So also, you know, they tell you, stay on the bed for a bit, you know what I'm saying? Don't get up right away, because then you'll faint, right? Here's what the Gemara is saying. There are five things that if you do them, you feel very faint. You feel like, you feel like you're closer to death than to life. If you get up right away after a big meal, or after drinking, Right away, maybe it means drinking alcoholic beverages. You know, they used to drink wine. Yashin va'aman. If you get up right away after you sleep, you're not yet right. You didn't rest a little bit in the bed before after you wake up. And hikas dam va'aman. If you get up right away after causes dam shimshutas va'aman. You get up right away after shimshutas. So all these things are like a stress, a trauma on the body. That if you get up right away, you could feel very faint, very weak. Kravel lemisi yisim the correct time to do a kazadam is every 30 days. Every 30 days, that's the right time. Ubeina prakim. Ubeina prakim, Rashi says it means when you get to the next, the next kufa in your life. So every kufa is, is 20 years. Right? So Ubeina prakim means when you get to be 40. When you get to be 40, so you might. Rashi says once every two months. Ubeina prakim, you get to the next kuf of your life, next parak, next chapter. How old are you? 60 years. So you actually might. And every three months. Right? And young and healthy, it's every month. The older you get, the less a kazadam you should be doing. Bamishmul, Pursu the Dhamma, the correct time to do the kazadam is Khadbi Shabbata, Arba Umali Shabbata. The correct time to do it is Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday. Those are the days of the week 
where it's a, where it's the healthy, appropriate to do a kazadam. Avasheni v'chamishi loy, but don't do a kazadam on Monday or Thursday. If you have schusavis, then you should make his dam on Monday and Thursday. Because bezin shomal and shomata is shavin keechad, just like the bezin has a bezin on Monday and Thursday, right? Monday and Thursday. So the bezin that's ma'ir that the bezin shomal also has like dinim on Monday and Thursday. So when you do a kazadam, it's a dangerous thing. Say, so look at the dinim. So they see, are you worthy? Because you don't get into a sakana. So good. But when you get into a sakana, so you need schusim, right? The malachim amakachig. So if you have schusavis, not a problem, right? You know, your father's a tzaddik, your grandfather. Okay. But uh, who knows if his schusavis is enough? Monday and Thursday is particularly dangerous. So that's, so Sunday, right, you can't do a Shabbos. You have six days, right? So three of the days are good. Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday. Sunday, sorry, Sunday, Tuesday, and Friday, right? Sunday, no, Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday. Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday. What's wrong with Tuesday? Ah, we'll get to that. So Monday and Thursday is no good. So what's wrong with Tuesday? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's interesting because we say a special long tachna Monday and Thursday. My impression is because it's like a yom of rachamim. You know, what I'm saying that's like a time to really daven about the galus and that. You say v'racham. You know, particularly then, I think the medrash says something like because the Moshe Rabbeinu went up on a Monday and he went back down on a Thursday. But this gemara says Monday and Thursday are days of din. Yeah, at least in regard to not going into a makom sakana, Monday and Thursday is up. It's worse. Yeah. Now, what, what, what's wrong with Tuesday? Because Madam comes up twice. So here, the Rashi goes through an entire thing about Mazolis. Right? There are seven Mazolis, meaning, right? That's a little background, you know. There are, right? Because sometimes it says there are seven Mazolis, and sometimes it says there are twelve Mazolis. The twelve mazalis are, are the zodiac. They're the different parts of the sky. The sky is divided into twelve equal parts, and each one has a picture in it. And those parts, those stars, go around the world like a Ferris wheel. Right? And those, those mazalis, when you have the mazal of the month, they have an actual astronomic equivalent, as opposed to these mazalis, which are not an actual astronomic thing. Right? When the sun is in that part of the sky that has that mazal, you wouldn't be able to see the mazal during that month because the sun is in it, right? So it's only there by the day. So that means that that's the mazel of that month. But that's a different thing, right? The seven, there are seven kaych ve'lechas. All the stars basically stay put. And they just turn with the turn of the earth, right? Which the Gemara then believed there was a gagal yemi. It was the entire universe turning. But that's how they turn. But otherwise, they basically stay put. There are seven stars or celestial bodies which move around a lot. That was noticed by the even by the ancients, right? And they are the sun and the moon and the five visible planets. Right? The Gemara identifies the five visible planets as right, Mercury is Kaichav, right? Venus is Nega, right? And Mars is Madden. And sorry, sorry. And and um, Jupiter is sorry, sorry, second Mercury. I, I think I said Mercury wrong. What's that? Mercury is what are they again? They have the 
right? Right? Oh, Saturn is, 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 is Shamsi and, and, and Jupiter is Tzedek. That's it goes, right? Jupiter is Tzedek and Saturn is Shamsi. Right, so I got it right. Nega, it goes, Kaychav, Nega, Madim, Tzedek, and Shamsi. Those are the, those are the five visible planets. So, it's, it, the, the, we don't have, or at least an apparent astronomic thing, why these are the Mazolis, but the Gemara says that each one of these seven Kaychveleches are Meshamish for an hour, and, and it starts from the beginning of the week, right? He says, the, the, the Seder Rashais is, Rashi says, is Shatsam Chankal. Right, that the Shabsi Tzedek Madim Chama Neiga Kaychav Levana. Right, that's the order how they go in, and then they go in again and again in that particular order. Right, so you have a Mazel. Right, starting let's say from Sunday, you have the Mazel, and it starts from Shabsi, and it goes it goes in that particular order. Right, so I don't have time to go through the Cheshbon. But basically, right, if you're going through the entire week, right, and every hour the mazel changes, and it goes in that order, Shabsi Tzedek Madim Chama Nega Kaychav Levana, right, Shatsam Chankal. If it goes in that particular order, so then, and then things will, and then it starts again, right, so in the eighth hour will start the cycle again, right. So what it means is Kaimlay Madam Mizuzi means that on on Tuesday, in the twelve hours of the Tuesday day period, Madam appears twice. Right? The truth is, you know what I'm saying, if you have if it's if it's only seven, so basically five of them will appear twice every day. But Madam on Tuesday happens to appear twice. So if Madam Madam's like a a mazel of bloodshed or whatever it is, so if Madam appears twice, that's not an auspicious time to do our cousins of that. So the Gemara says, Mali But on Erev Shabbos also Madam appears twice. So why would you do it on Erev Shabbos? It's Dashi Bey Rabbim. So uh Rashi says that on the other days, Madam would appear twice at night, but you don't do Akaza by night. So the days and the nights are different, right? But that's how it goes. That's how the, the, the Mazolis go in this cycle, that each one's considered like the ruler of that hour for, um, for the, that's Mishamish, that hour for the time, right? Like Rashi says, that on Wednesday, Rashi says, the Shari Shaina would be Shapsi, and then Sadik, and then Madam, and then Chama, and then Eiga, and then Kaychav, and Levana. And then it starts again, right? So Madam would be again the third one, so it would Chaperayin twice, right? Okay. And then the Gemara goes further. Amish Shmuel, Dalad Hu Dalad, Dalad Hu Abesa, Dalad Hu Chav Dalad, Dalad Dalek, Dalad Basrei Sakanta. Any Wednesday, right? Wednesday is an appropriate time, but a Wednesday that's the fourth day of the month, a Wednesday that's the fourteenth day of the month. A Wednesday is the 24th day of the month, and a Wednesday, which you don't have four days left to that month, all those Wednesdays are a sakana. If Wednesday is Dalad, you Dalad, Chav Dalad, or the Wednesday comes out after Chavav, meaning you don't have four days left to the month, all those Wednesdays would not be good for 
that causes a dam. Yeah, some Indian with the with the times. Then Rishchaydesh v'sheni leicholsha on Rishchaydesh and on the day after Rishchaydesh, second day of the month, one will get weak. And Shlishi lay, but the third day of the month, Sakanta. Third day of the month is a Sakana. Malaya Matava, Erev Yante Vizcholsha, we get weak. Malaya Medat Sarta, Erev Shvu is Sakanta, that would be a Sakana. The gods are Abana Nakuli, Malaya Matava, Mishim Yamatava, that Saris, the Nafik Bezika. Really, you're not allowed to do a cause on all Erev Yantiv, not that it's a Sakana, but the Geyser because of Yantavat Saris. Because Yantavat Saris, the, the Aruach comes out, Ushmei Tavuach. The Ruach, some, I guess it's like a shade of some sort, that its name is Tavuach. And it's Shailat on Erev Shuas. And why did it come out? This particular Tavuach was like a Malachavala, which if Kalisha wouldn't have been Makabal the Tayrit, would have destroyed them. So the, the ration of this Malach that's there is still there every year in Erev Shuas, because we have to Makabal the Tayrit. So it's still there. So therefore, you can't do a kazdam, even though you're having makabal the tayr. But this, the malach's around. It's more of a sakana. Amish mo lachal chita v'hikazdam. If someone ate wheat and was makazdam, hikazal aisa chita. It doesn't really work. Period. It just works for whatever damage that chita does. You know, they, they, I think that the theory behind the kazdam is, is that when you eat things. So it makes like a maestress in the goof. It makes extra things that um, and it causes, right? So it, it affects the balance of the goof. That's what I think in the in the Gaisha doctors. I'm not sure if, if Chazal believed exactly this way, but the ancient doctors they said that when you eat things, it affects the balance of the goof. Also, the moods the person has also affects the balance of the goof. Right? Today they would explain it with as hormones. But that's what they were seeing, Lachaya. And they believe that if you take out the blood, that restores the, the balance. So he's saying if you eat the chita, and the chita affects the balance in a certain way, so then your mak is a dam, you're not only really working for that chita. That's what the body's interested That's only for a fuavala If it's like kule, meaning it has like too much blood, that's how Rashi explains it. Then, uh, then it works. There's too much blood, so you take out the blood. So, it, uh, but for a form, which Rashi doesn't say this, I just know there's some other sources that it means to restore the balance. So then, it wouldn't work if you ate the chita. It would work only work for that chita. Hamekas dam shsiya laalter. Someone who's mekas dam, you should drink right away. But achila eating adchatsi mil. It's until a half a mil. Mills, that's 18 minutes till 9 minutes. If you drink right away, that's good. But you shouldn't drink afterwards. You should only drink right away. It's the best thing is to drink right away. And if you drink afterwards, that's you know that's neutral. Eating by chatsi mil is good, but before that, after that is no good. It's neutral. Take with the I didn't know. What that teaching was. Makras Rav, Rav announced, May a carry bezuza, may a resha bezuze. You should buy a hundred um, gourds, a hundred melon, you know, uh, pumpkins or squash with one zuz. In other words, they're not really such good food, they're not so healthy, they're not so nutritious. If they, you know, if you get a hundred of them for one zuz, then it's worth it, otherwise, don't bother. 
right? And Maya Reishi Vizuzi, also heads, heads of animals, I guess. They're not the good part of the animal. You get a hundred of them, so then buy it. If not, no buy. They're not healthy. And Maya Svami, a hundred lips, Velaiklum. Don't buy any lips of an animal, even if it's a hundred for Azuz. Yeah, don't, don't bother. That's like the real uh, not nutritious part. Swami, that's no good. Amra Yasef, Kevina Bey Avuna, when I was by Avuna, Yemi the Mephagri Barabanan, the day that the Mephagri Barabanan, the Rabbanan were um, unproductive, right? The days, you know, the Elam came late, they weren't learning good, whatever it was. Maybe it was an official day that that they were allowed to take off. Maybe it was like an off day, or maybe it was a day that, you know, not all days you have the same intensity. So those days, they would say, today is the day of lips. So I said, well, I didn't know what they meant in Ravuna, the base medish of Ravuna, that people would call the Yemud the Mephagri Barabanan, a Yemud Swami. I know what they meant. But now that I understand, Ravuna is the Talmud of Rav, now I understand that this 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 name of Rav may Swami Klum, I understand that Swami are like worthless. I mean like it's a worthless day, it's an unproductive day. And yeah, Amistama, you know, of course the, the Pshutta Amistama is also right. And and in fact the Mustama, the Ikka what Rav was saying with the Maya Kari and the Maya Reshe and the Maya Swami, Mustama there was some Musavart or maybe Kabbalavart that he was trying to say. I think the Mufarshan talk about it. But uh, good. Okay, so that's the end of the Gemara, the Ganata of Akaza Sadab. Now the Gemara goes further about the Miala, the Isha, the Kaishim at Tibur. Like we said, when a baby is born, so you could do different Chil Shamas for the infant, for the newborn care. So one of the things is Kaishim at Tibur. You could tie the umbilical cord, that's very important. You don't tie the umbilical cord, and the baby will come to Sakana. Right? They do that today also, and they also say, if a home delivery baby gets born in the house, make sure they have a sterile uh, string, and make a knot around the umbilical cord and tie it. It's very, very important that it's sasam, right? Otherwise the blood goes back to the mother and the baby comes to a sakana. You also cut the umbilical cord, right? Now, of course, they do that today. Right? But there, I'm saying like in the home book that I happened to read, it said that you can wait on that. That's why there's a machlekas in the Mishnah. It said, you know, you could wait till you get medical care. It's not something which has to be done immediately. And that's why Mishnah and Acham held, okay, you don't have to cut it on Shabbos. You could wait till after Shabbos to cut it. And basically, no, you should cut it on Shabbos also. And that's how we paskin. Yeah, the Gemara is going to say, so here's the thing that they did, that they took the shilya, the placenta, or the afterbirth, and they would put it in a safe place. They would put it in a, they would time it, they would bury it in something, and that would be beneficial for the newborn. The made sure to put it in a, in, in, in things of, and bowls of, big bowls of oil, right? Because they were really aristocratic. They had this oil to waste. But I said, she and the rich girls, besugim shaltzemer, and put it in, in sponges of, of wool. And but I said, and the poor ones, bemuchin, they put in cotton. But the shilya had to be in a place where it's 
warmed up, and that would be beneficial for the vod, even though it's not touching the vod anymore. Right? This is some like a refuah seguli that the Gemara talks about. Right? But the, you know, you see, Al Kavanim, the Gemara recognized the refuah, which the two things aren't in contact. You know, the shulia somehow has a has a shvam on the vod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. You, are, you do cut the tibur, you cut the umbilical cord. Because if you have twins and their umbilical cord is attached, they're going to they're going to pull from in each other, and that's going to cause a sakana. So that you definitely have to cut the umbilical cord immediately. So normally, the teichacha we say means the punishments, right? But the word teichacha means, right? Mechiach, meaning an argument, a persuasion, right? Persuasive argument is teichacha, right? So that's what it really means, parashas teichacha. It's a parashas in Yecheskel, where Kla Yisrael is being told, and being observed by the Navi, like, listen, Hashem did so much good for you, so you have to uh, shape up. That's called Pashas Teichacha. But there is a mashal of Kla Yisrael, like a newborn baby, and Hashem caring for them in Mitzrayim was like, he gave it as a mashal of a newborn baby. Shnei Melad Meladitaich, the one that gave birth to you, B'yei Melad the day that you gave, gave birth, like Karat Tesarich, he didn't cut your umbilical cord, Right? They're saying that Hashem took care of you, despite the fact that you were in a bad shape. Right? Didn't cut your bilikud. Didn't wash you in water. And didn't salt you. And didn't wrap you up. So, all these things you do on Shabbos even. Right? There's muladatayich. Right? There has to be someone that... that Matach doesn't mean your mother, it means your midwife, right? In other words, so there's a miyalad here. There gotta be someone helping out, delivering the baby. And that you do on Shabbos, right? Then even call the Chamimakum Lamakum, right? And Vlaikarat the Sarik, Makansha Khaikamati Shabbos, right? He didn't cut the umbilical cord, so you see he cut the umbilical cord on Shabbos. Over Mayim Lari Khatsulamishi, Mikan Shareksam Avad Bashabis, you see that there's um they washed the, the newborn. They salt the vlad. I'm not sure exactly what they did, what was the salt in that, but they did some sort of a skin treatment that involved salt, which was important for the for the newborn. Right? And that's what they used to do. They used to wrap the the vlad in um, they used to wrap the vlad with um, with a big cloth, right? I saw that you know that that was even commonly done, and uh, you know even in the previous generations in Europe they would you know the the babies were always wrapped up. They would say to vickle the baby. They would um, so that was a common care. So all these things are the common. The, the navi is talking about the common care the newborn gets. So we learn from this what's. Uh, not a limit from the Pasuk, but we learn, we understand from the Pasuk that these are things that the Navi is enumerating as, as things that are necessary for a newborn. 
So if they're necessary for a newborn, so a newborn would be someone of a sakana, and therefore Mechal Shem is for these things.